This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, Clayton John, Chris Adamek, Maeve Dartinez, and Pierre Delecto. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's, it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, to the Center Friends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm back. I'm Pat McDonald. And I'm Truman, and Pat's back, like he said, in this is episode 409, the Bizarro Red Bull. Uh, yeah, Bizarro is a very good way to describe this team at the moment. Um, so let's just get right into this, because we're trying to make this a, a quick episode. Uh, two games to talk about. Uh, first, a... Two nothing win on the road at Atlanta, followed um, up by it was two one, right? Oh, okay, I forgot about the stoppage time goal. That's why. I I, I guess because it didn't matter at the end. I was just like, eh, block it <laughs> out of my memory. Uh, followed up by a one one draw at home against FC Cincinnati in a game where neither team looked good and neither team really did much. So, uh. Before we get into our thoughts, uh, talk about the tweets and voicemails. There is no voicemail this week, uh, but do we have any tweets, Truman? A couple of tweets after the Cincy game. Uh, Jeremiah at Red Coach J said, with Lucinius and Morgan seeming to hit a wall on the season, we look totally abject in the final third. We're a bad reverse mullet. Business in the back, party in the front. Except no one showed up because we put the wrong address on the invitation. I love it. That's amazing. And, of course, Steven Santos, our friend at Creepy Texas, said, we suck at home. No consistency or talent and talent or coaching to win. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that's that's fun. Um, <clears throat> all right. So let's get into our likes and dislikes. Uh, Pat, I know you don't have much to go on, but since you are the re- the returning groom, you get to go first. What did you dislike about these matches? Uh, I think what I disliked most was probably that ESPN Plus and MSG Go did not work in the Dominican Republic. Uh, I did actually attempt to watch the Wednesday match. I would have been on the flight uh, home for the uh, Cincy match, but uh, I, I made an effort. Couldn't watch either match. So then I'll just go on my second dislike, which is excursions are a waste of money. When they, <laughs> when they, when they tell you they're going to take you to a private island on a beautiful quiet calm boat ride they're fucking lying so those are my <laughs> dislikes for this one. <laughs> oh my god we're saving that for the bonus podcast apparently is that story yeah <laughs> uh dislike is super easy right it's uh 
not winning at home. That, I, it, it's it's as simple as that. You scored on a, a penalty, which had to get um, VAR'd, and you did absolutely nothing else. Nothing. After coming off a big road win, coming home yet again, they just fall on their face. They have three home wins this year. That is sad. That's fucking sad. And and it's now officially the worst in terms of wins because Nashville, I believe, won to make it four. Oof. Because that was that's why I, tweet, I texted you after the game. I was like, "Worst home record." You're like, "No, Nashville's there, right there with us." Yeah. <clears throat> My dislike will be that for the second game of the season, I was actually able to make it to. We looked listless for 90 minutes. Um. There were a few moments where we thought, hey, stuff can actually happen, but there were no real threats uh, on goal. The only goal we scored was against, was because of VAR. Uh, honestly, I think I missed it in real time, the, the foul. It didn't stop the call, at least immediately, because I didn't hear a lot of boos in the stadium. But we got bailed out. Um, so yeah, it, it, if you didn't play a bad Atlanta team, this would have been a much worse week, I think. Yep. All right. Let's get into our likes. Uh, Truman, what did you like about these two matches? Well, no one, ex- no one expected us to actually beat Atlanta. And despite the record of them never lost in the regular season to Atlanta, we thought, we all thought this was the one. Because they just looked, they just looked fucking mediocre, and somehow, two goals in four minutes, and they hung on and only gave up a goal in the 90th plus four minute of the game. I, it, it, they just keep teasing you with these road wins. They keep teasing and teasing because you know what's going to happen is they're going to keep winning, winning on the road, and they're going to get a record good enough to have a first game home game, and they're going to lose it. <laughs> but I mean, that's 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 the future dislike. Uh, but the like is that yet again they're keeping the streak going of not losing to Atlanta and beating them in their building makes you feel a little bit good. Yeah, I mean, I guess um, I like. I mean, I I was able at least to see the highlights about 15 minutes after they happened. That was one thing. I at least was able to get through the ESPN app, so that was nice before the Atlanta game, I should say. And it was very interesting to see a rather empty Atlanta stadium. At least that's what it looked like in the highlights. So it I'll was say that it was definitely empty. Yeah, but my other like would be the fact that I got to wake up every morning, go out to the beach at like 9.30 in the morning, and get a pink drink called an ACDC that was fucking delicious. So, <laughs> that is my like for the week. Ah, uh, the Dominican Republic, where morning drinking is not only allowed, but encouraged. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, it is. <laughs> um, my like is going to be at despite the Cincinnati result, uh... Orlando and Miami, the gap just yet. So somehow we're still in fourth place in the Eastern Conference. Um, and somehow we are realistically within striking distance of Montreal at number two. We're only five points back of them. Uh, I do not think we're going to catch Montreal in New York City. But to be five points either direction... Uh, if you told me at the beginning of the year, I probably would take this at this point. That we're in fourth place, five points away from fifth, and five points away from uh, possibly second. I would say, yeah, I'll take that all day. 
So it's like we talked about last week. It's it's not the where we are. It's the how we got here. That's the annoying part. Yeah. All right. Any afterthoughts about these two games? Could have been worse. That's my afterthought. Uh, I mean, I guess since I've missed about a month of podcast due to wedding and honeymoon shit, I will just say that the fact that he did not sign a striker to make a difference on this team is uh, rather as well. Well, it's like the uh, the soundbite says. I mean, because that's what we really need right now. We don't have one. It's fucking embarrassing! There it is. Um... <clears throat> My afterthought is uh, I didn't realize how expensive shit got at Red Bull Arena. <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't realize it last time because I bought the the season. So here, here's my thing: I bought the season um, the the season cup where you can get the refills for free. Because stupid me thought this was for one drink, no refills. Because the board doesn't tell you that when you go up and buy the stuff in person. It wasn't until I was trying to buy something else through the app this time around that I realized $8 for got me refills for that game. Uh, but $8 for soda for a game is ridiculous. Not not that I would drink in Steam anyway, but a minimum of $13 for a beer. I, I get your, it's a captive audience, but Jesus Christ, I mean... It, do you need to really charge that much to make that much profit? Are we that short on gate revenue that we need to make it up in that way? Welcome to New, New York, New Jersey metro area. Yeah, they're just trying to fit in. It's all they're trying to do is fit in with the other teams. It, it, the Red Bulls used to be a very um, moderately priced day out of the sporting event, and it, it's going away, and it sucks. Well, I mean, the product on the field, I mean, it has it cer- certainly, you know, it, it, it makes the price increases acceptable, correct? No, if, 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 if they were win, yeah, of course. Because <laughs> then you could justify, oh, at least my money is going towards something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, three, home, three home wins on the season. I mean, come on. I'd pay 20 bucks for a beer. <laughs> uh. uh I mentioned last week my nephew, this was going to be his first game going. He's three years old, so he didn't really care most, most about the game. Uh, but the best part for me was when he decided, uh, I think it was sometime in the second half, that he was going to start hitting up the popcorn he had. Because that apparently was more enjoyable than trying to watch this team. Just, so. just tell your nephew to root for LAFC or Seattle. Fuck it. <laughs> Give up now. Move on. Uh, he's already got the Red Bull shirt, so now he's stuck. Oh damn it! You just gave and me I, a lifetime misery. And I didn't buy it for him. My sister did. So I remember right. when I was an optimistic Red Bull fan. Ugh. Yeah, 2010 for me. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Let's move on. Prediction standings. Uh, I have retaken the lead due to my one-one prediction for the Cincinnati match. So right now the current standings are: I am in first with 18 points. Because uh, I picked up three last week. Truman is in second with 17, and he picked up one off of the uh, Cincy match. And Pat didn't pick up anything because, surprise, surprise, the Ripples didn't lose in two games in a week. Mm, Shocker. I, mean, I know. Those losses were becoming almost automatic at this point. And 
Uh, so the Red Bulls have another uh, stretch of games where they're going to have, uh, I think it's like three and seven or eight days. First up is Inter-Miami at home on this Saturday, uh, August 27th, 7 p.m. It'll be on MSG and ESPN+. Plus. Miami comes into this game with a very symmetrical 10-6 and 10 record, 36 points, minus eight goal difference, but they're number six in the Eastern Conference, so this is a very important matchup. Uh, <clears throat> predictions. I am going to continue going with draws because they could not win at home. Uh, this Miami team did bully them around a little bit when we played in Miami, but I think part of that was the weather. I'm hoping this week won't be as bad. Uh, I'm going to stick with another 1-1 draw at home because at this point, this team has to prove to me they can win at home. Well, it's time for me to get my shit in gear, huh, if I want to defend this title for a third year. Uh, boy. Well, I got to be different. Uh, there's no reason to think why they're going to win this game. I have no reason to be able to going to win it. But I, I, ugh, what am I going to do? 2-1 win, I guess, right? Because I don't see a 2-2 draw happening. I would have said 1-1, but I'll, I'm just going to be totally different. Fuck it. And they got to get a fourth win at some point at home. It's got to show up at some point. So considering the last game, I think I went to a Red Bull Arena was when they uh, blew that game against uh, Colorado. I literally have no faith in this team uh, to do anything at Red Bull Arena. So this isn't even just my usual, I have to predict a loss so they can do better. Uh, so I'm going to go with two on loss. I just feel like a sixth place team coming into town is just your typical trap game for this team. I mean, MLS soccer.com seemed to think the rebels played well enough last week, despite they draw at home to raise them in the, the, the power rankings like our oh, rebels. Rise. So, you know, they're coming back down. So I'm going to say a two, one loss uh, to Miami. It's all because we beat a playoff team. That's why. Yeah. All right. Uh, the second match the Red Bulls will be playing next week is on Wednesday, August 31st, 7.30 p.m., and that will be away to Montreal. Um, not sure if we have any play- any players that are not going to be allowed to, to travel. There's been some uh, problems recently with teams and <clears throat> not being allowed to go across the border. Uh, but Montreal is coming to this game with a 14-4-8 record, good for 46 points, a plus-six goal difference, number two in the Eastern Conference. Uh, I'm not predicting a win. I'm not predicting a draw. Montreal is a good team this year. We are not, and despite how we have played on the road, six of those wins occurred in the very beginning of the season, and only two of those have occurred recently, with one of those being at a very bad Atlanta team. Uh, I do not see stuff going well. I am going to go with, I, I hate to say we're going to get shut out, but we don't have any real fours on our team, so it's going to be a 2 to nothing loss on the road in Canada. Mm. Um, I'm going to say, subject to change, the reverse Thierry Henry, badly for us, 4-1 loss. Subject to change, which I will probably change the day of the game. Well, the midweek points change it. Come on, integrity, <laughs> integrity, integrity predictions. So I'm Seems actually gonna agree. Integrity. With, I'm actually gonna agree with Jay. I think a two nothing loss. I mean, I don't feel like we play very well up in uh, Montreal ever. I mean, hey, I was there for one of those uh, bad losses in 2019. 
So, um, yeah, I'm going to go 2 1 loss or 2 nothing loss. I'm sorry. And uh, I agree with Jay. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be a rough week for the Red Bulls. Well, we'll be lucky to get out of this. I don't know how many games since you're playing, but we'll be lucky to end or talk next week. And we're still in fourth place, I think. No, yeah, I, mean, I, I unfortunately am on my phone in a car, so I can't look up standings, but I do believe it's rather precarious. Well, we are exactly five points ahead of Orlando, and they have two games this week as well. Uh, Orlando's in eighth? Are they? No, Orlando's in fifth right now. All right, who's in eighth? Uh, New England. And what do they have? They are, they are 34 points, so they're seven behind us. Seven. Okay. Right. And and here's the worst part about it. We, in terms of the Eastern Conference, we do not have games to hand on anybody. Okay. So, uh, right now, looking at the standings, I'm only going to go below us. Uh, fifth is Orlando with 36 points with one game in hand. Miami, 36 points, one game in hand. Columbus in seventh, 35 points with uh, two games in hand. And New England's the first out. Uh, as and since he's there as well, both of them at 34 points with one game in hand. Woof. Yeah. So this is not a good situation for the Red Bulls. Um, I be- personally, I think the Miami match is much more important than Montreal, given the standings. Oh, of course it is. I mean, you got to win your games at home, but I just don't see it happening. But more importantly, you can't lose the team below you in the standings and get knocked out. At least losing to a number two seed versus a, when you're a four at the moment is not as detrimental yeah uh, but you know what's detrimental is uh the new york Red Bulls too not picking up any points here. <laughs> uh, i thought you were building a youth from the ground up uh, organization red bull <laughs> fuck off rebel out well they, they i mean the fired now fired head coach said results don't matter so <laughs> yeah exactly uh their last match Red Bulls two drew Two to two at the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. So I guess at least they got a point. Uh, that puts them, their record at 3, 14, and 18, 13 points, minus 34 goal difference, dead last in the Eastern Conference of the USL Championship. What a great way to end their run in the USL Championship, by the way, <laughs> before moving to MLS Next Pro next year. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and their next match is uh, this Sunday, August 25th, 5 p.m. at the Birmingham Legion. Gotham FC, unfortunately, is not much better than Red Bulls 2. They lost their last two matches since we recorded a 2-1 loss at the Houston Dash, followed up by a 2-1 loss at home versus Orlando Pride. That puts their record at 4-0 and 11, 12 oh. points, oh. minus 18 goal difference, and uh, number 12 or last in the NWSL. Still, I wonder if any team, at least in NWSL history, has ever gotten through a year without a single draw. Because right now, that's where they're they're at. As much as as much as they have a bad record, they still somehow have not drawn. So it's just kind of impressive. Uh, Gotham FC's next match is on Sunday, the twenty eighth at five p.m. Uh, versus Angel City. All right. That takes us to the dumping grounds. The trash man. All right. I got nothing for dumping grounds. So anything you guys got? Pat's got stuff. 
Yeah, it's, you know, I got, you know, being I'm a big USMNT fan. Uh, I just ordered my Tyler Adams Leeds <laughs> United jersey because Leeds America is in the top five of the Premier League, motherfuckers. Uh, Jesse Marsh, head coach, former Red Bull uh, head coach. Uh, they are kicking ass. They smoked Chelsea the other day. That was fucking wonderful. That was the first game I got to watch coming back to the United States, and I loved it. Uh, Brendan Aronson uh, made their keeper look silly. Uh, Tyler Adams shut down a supposedly world-class uh, attack. Fucking brilliant. And then I guess to go with other Americans, Jordan Peefock is scoring in the Bundesliga. We all had doubts about him because he was in the Swiss League. And Josh Sargent, despite dropping a level down, is now playing striker for Norwich City and has scored three goals in the last two Premier, uh, Championship League games. He did not play in the Caribou Cup. Uh, I believe it was yesterday Norwich played. Maybe it was two days ago. Uh, but he has three goals in his last two uh, championship-level games. So some good stuff for the Americans. Yes, there's some bad stuff amongst them, many other Americans. But, uh, I mean, you got to highlight some of these really good uh, stories. And uh, hopefully Leeds can do it. I can't wait to watch them on Saturday. I forget who they're playing. But, yeah, I'm uh, I'm cashing my Ever- – I mean, I cashed my Everton chip in a long time ago. I'm a Leeds fan now. Um, yeah, they're playing Everton. Hey, there you go. Wait, 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 Everton's wait, 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 going wait, wait, down, motherfucker. Hold on, hold on. Actually, I'm sorry. Uh, Leeds and Everton are playing on Tuesday. That's that's the next match. Leeds is off this weekend. I could have sworn I saw Leeds is on this weekend. No. Uh, both teams are actually off until Tuesday. Ah, son of a bitch. Wait, hold on. Is that right? Because now I'm looking at. I could have sworn I saw a Saturday game for Leeds. No. Okay, so. Everton plays Saturday against Brentford and then Tuesday against Leeds. Leeds is when I looked at their schedule on Google. Let, let me go back. I'm going to ESPN. Uh, oh, stupid Google. Okay, they're playing Saturday Brighton on Brighton. Saturday. There you go. Are they playing they're on playing, Saturday? They're, they're playing at Brighton on Saturday. There you go. Brighton's going the fuck down. I can't wait to return to Darcy's Tavern in uh, Bradley Beach, uh, where I used to go like 10 years ago when a friend of mine lived in Long Branch with my Leeds jersey. And we'd be like, yeah, Leeds, bitches. I'm Leeds now. It's amazing how quickly Leeds became the uh, old Fulham. Yeah, I know, right? Let's get a... Let's get Josh Sargent over right now, at least. Although Rodrigo is scoring a lot of goals, so maybe not. I kind of wish Everton had signed Jesse Marsh, but I don't think that would have worked out. Nah, it's it's Jesse Marsh is perfect for these right now. It was like the perfect storm for him. Yeah. All right. Anything else for Thumping Ground? No, sir. That's it for me. Okay. Uh, That takes us to Pat's betting corner. Well, shit, I'm on my phone, so I really can't look anything up. Um, put money on Leeds to be Brighton, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the fucking party train going, man. <laughs> uh, but get, get, uh, get, like, put at least uh, five bucks on one Jesse Marsh thrust on a goal, like you did the last game. <laughs> All right, let's see. So, according to... <clears throat> Oh, Jesus Christ, of course it's going to be a pain in the ass. Uh, let's see. 
so this is according to oddschecker.com. Uh, Leeds is 16 to 5 to win. That's right. They they are the favorite going into this match. Leeds! Brighton, is, Brighton is 19 to 20 and a draw is 35 to 12. Leeds America, baby. What a squadron. All right. Uh, with that, it's time for the last segment of the show, Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. That's terrible. This is the easiest thing I can I can ever say, ever, and that is DC United lost, I believe, at home to Philly 6-0. That's exactly Whoa. right. 6-0. They lost to Philadelphia by a combined 13-0 this year. Because they were exactly, they're exactly one goal better than their first match against Philly. Their first goal wasn't scored until the 37th minute. So just think about that. Woof. Yeah. Yep. That is just a complete kick in the nuts, and it couldn't happen to a better team. It's almost as bad as Chelsea losing to Leeds. Leeds. <laughs> Chelsea not coached by Wayne Rooney, though. Touche. Yeah, that Wayne Rooney sign is really paying dividends so far. A hundred percent. What a move. <laughs> All right. Uh, any last thoughts before we wrap this one up? No. I have no thoughts. My thoughts are on my Chinese food that's downstairs. <laughs> oh. uh, my, my thoughts are, I'm sorry, Anthony, I didn't realize we had a home game this week. I'm going to Lavalette this weekend, so I have to give you my ticket. <laughs> um. Just one last afterthought. I forgot about this earlier. Uh, to the guy at the Red Bulls game who was calling Matt Miazga a Red Bull reject, clearly you do not understand soccer. Right. <laughs> and you were just nope. looking for a reason to be angry. Pretty much. <clears throat> All right. Let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. A dollar a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as monthly wrap-ups, live post games, anything we decide to do. You can email us, uh, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. On Twitter, at Red Bull Rant for the show. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. I say this selfishly and just for Saturday. I refuse to give up the belt. I will hold on to it for dear life. So for that reason and that reason only, purely selfish reasons, Red Bulls, for fuck's sakes, win. Anything back? Nothing. No, I think. There we go. I'm back. You, you, <laughs> no. I was about to say, he, Truman passed it on to you today. Yeah. No, I like turned my car on to like roll up my windows and then it went to my airplay on the phone, the car. And I didn't want that. And I turned it off and I closed the door and it was all fucked up. So now I'm back. All right. <laughs> all right. Any, any last thoughts? Uh, Red Bulls don't embarrass us, I guess. And I see a bunch of youths in this parking lot hanging around with their uh, Jeeps. Lousy youths. Watch out for the youths. Yeah, you got to watch out for the youths. All right. 
for Pat, Truman, and myself, this has been episode 409 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out, everybody. Lights.